0: well praise the lord and welcome to our romans bible study here on a beautiful monday morning in queen city texas here in my office i'm pastor curtis hutchinson glad to be with you this morning i hope you'd get your bibles and follow along with us in this part 11 of romans 12 and uh, have we had a blast? I'm telling you this is, this is just what we do as God's people. We study God's Word and we allow the Holy Spirit to impart to us the truth of God's Word and we l- let Him carry out the very presence and the life of Jesus manifest through us. That's our mission is to represent Christ for He's our head and we're His functioning body in the earth today. And the more we grow in His knowledge and His grace then the more that really takes place and we need to be aware of that. So grab your Bibles. Again, this is Romans chapter 12 of our Romans Bible study. This is part 11 of Romans 12 and we will begin in verse 17. I have asked the Lord to give me and to give you the the impartation of the spiritual gifts, whatever that might be that we need today. Uh, that he would impart to us that which is lacking, that which we need. We all have some things lacking, and they will only be imparted to us, not mystically, not magically, but through faith it comes by hearing God's word. And uh, so let's dig in this morning. God's going to say some things. God's going to do some things if we have ears to hear the truth. Amen? So, verse 17 of Romans chapter 12, and we should finish this chapter possibly today, tells us that we are to recompense, repay, reward to no man evil for evil. Now, by this time in this letter that Paul is writing the church in Rome, uh, he he already uh, is assuming that we have read the first part of the letter, we have learned and are learning what it means to live for God, faith in the cross, Romans 6, 7, and 8. And by the time he gets over here and, and begins to move towards the end of this letter, uh, he, he's giving the practical uh, applications of Christianity when our faith is right. There are many things in the Word of God Uh, that are not there uh, as only commands. All of God's word is commands. Uh, From the captain of our salvation, Jesus Christ, he doesn't give us options. He commands us as good soldiers and we function according to his commands and they're written in the word of God. But also the things written in the word of God in the New Testament especially are things that we read that should be the evidence of our faith the manifestation of faith and when we when we hear things such as recompense to no man evil for evil uh, but provide things honest in the sight of all men we hear that and then we then we then we're tried we're we're carried through a situation where we have an opportunity to to carry this out to allow the holy spirit rather to to carry me through this situation where something awful's been done to me, my family, those I love, I work with, go to school with, whatever, and of course our flesh wants to grab a hold of somebody, but the Lord always wants to grab a hold of us and walk us through these situations where evil has been done to us, said about us, and He wants us to be able to... uh, go through these things under grace and not moving back under law where even though our flesh cries out you need to get back at them, you need to take uh, revenge against them, we need to trust the Lord. We need to understand that and let let me just say this today that the the door of Satan the door of the enemy the, 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 the width of that door that allows the enemy to come into our lives is a different size door based on what you know and you don't know. Now, some may disagree with this, but that's all right. Uh, you can do that if you'd like. But if you don't know the truth of the cross... You're totally ignorant of it. I'm talking about for daily living. You you want to live for God, but you don't know that you have to keep your faith in the cross. You don't know that. It's not that you've heard it and you've rejected it. It's not that you have known it and believed it, and now you've turned away. It's no. It's that you. I'm, this first group I'm talking about is I don't know. How to live for God. I'm a Christian, but I just keep doing what I'm not supposed to do. I can't stop not doing what I should should be doing. I, you know, I, I just I just I can't live for God. I want to live for God, but I can't because I don't know how. That's who I'm talking about right at this moment. The door of the enemy is still open. It doesn't matter if it's ignorance, but. And those of us who know the truth of the cross for daily sanctified victorious living where the sin nature no longer dominates us, we have learned this. We are learning this. We've seen this. God has shown this to us. It's there. And and then we still go ahead and do that which is wrong. We still move outside those boundaries. Hear me, my friend. The door is larger and the price is greater. For whom much is given, much is required. And if that Much required is not being carried out because we're ignoring now what we at one time were ignorant of. See, there's a difference. I'm ignorant, I don't know, but that other word, ignore, inside the word ignorant, I'm no longer ignorant. Now I know the truth. Now I know the way of victory. Now I know how to have the power of the Holy Spirit. I know how he now legally works in my life through my faith in the legal work of Jesus and I still yet choose to go this way on my own terms and not the terms that God has laid out, His prescribed order of victory. If I choose to go a different way, the door of, for the enemy to come in is larger. The, the greater that the sin... Every time the sin nature revives... I believe He has a greater dominion because now He's operating through our rejection of that which we know. That one time we did not know. He still operated and functioned and the sin nature ruled and He's always involved when the sin nature's ruling. Always. It's more than a sin nature and even... In our flesh, it's not just flesh, there's demonic activity, there's devils. Christians uh, do not have devils, but Christians are influenced by devils big time. And you need to know that. But when we're given instruction and we're meeting head on this predicament where evil is obviously being done to us, evil things said about us, You've got one of two options. You can either look to the cross and continue to serve that obedience unto righteousness, Romans six sixteen. There's only two avenues we can go. We can choose to serve the obedience of Christ at Calvary unto righteousness bearing that fruit or we can choose to serve sin, the sin nature unto death what I think I ought to do. My own, well, I'm taking this, I, I, I'm doing this under my own terms. They just don't have a right to do this to me. They, they don't have a, a right to be saying these things about me. Look, God says, forgive them. God says, move on. God says, do not repay them with evil when they're doing your, you evil. Ask the Lord, forgive them such as Jesus did. Stephen did. While being stoned, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And only those who walk with their faith in the cross, and I'm not talking about people who say they believe in the cross. I'm talking about people who are walking in Christ. Their total trust is in Jesus and what He did at Calvary. That legal work which now allows the Holy Spirit legally to impart to you the benefits that are offered to you freely through the death of Jesus, you will there and there alone find the grace of God to forgive, to be merciful, to not repay. Only there will you find that. Saying I'm trusting in the cross won't give you the power to overcome. Trusting in the cross of Christ, that means from the heart believing unto righteousness. Let me say this. We've used so many scriptures in God's Word for initial salvation. And after that, we've taken that verse and put it on the shelf. No longer pertains to us. Romans 10 and 10. It's with the heart men believe unto righteousness and then the mouth confesses unto salvation. Hear me very clearly. That is a day by day way we live. We never stop believing with the heart unto the righteous work of Christ at Calvary and because all of God's words are in righteousness Proverbs 8 and 8 write it down, go look it up, never forget it. Every word God has ever spoken is in righteousness and His righteousness is only revealed in the gospel to those who go from faith to faith Romans 1, 16, and 17. So the only way we can understand God's Word and the only way, hear me very, very carefully, the only way faith can come when we hear God's Word is if we're hearing it in its righteous context, which means our faith is in the righteous work of Christ at Calvary. Then the Holy Spirit, who is truth, can guide us in the truth of God's Word because our faith is in God's Son who is truth and carried out that liberating truth for us at Calvary. Now the Holy Spirit can reveal the righteousness of God's Word to us and our faith in God's words of righteousness can lead us not only in the truth, but the truth is what reveals God's righteousness for us daily. Proverbs 12 and 17, he that speaks truth, that be the Holy Spirit, he that speaks truth shows forth righteousness. If we're not hearing truth, which is a man named Jesus and what he did at Calvary, yes, all of God's words are truth, but they're in righteousness. They're not hidden there from us. They're hidden there for us so that we will keep maintain our faith in the righteous work of Christ at Calvary and believe God's Word in that context and then we can be found on that path of righteousness, that path of the just that Proverbs 4.18 God said would be shining more as the perfect day approaches. Hallelujah. That's good stuff. So, back to this do not give, do not return evil to those who've done evil to you. Now you can read this and say that you're not going to, but the only way you're ever going to overcome, and I'm talking about not just I'm not talking just about overcoming where people see that you didn't return evil for evil but my friend I'm talking about where God sees your heart and in your heart you're not returning evil for evil. I'm talking about in your heart where God looks and God deals with humanity in the heart of man. God looks upon the heart. Men only see God looks where the actions really take place. The actions we see are the manifestation. God sees what's really in the heart. Even if we're all religious and we're not outwardly returning evil for evil, God sees if it's taking place in the heart and that's what God deals with. Once it takes place out here there was already a problem and God already saw it in the heart and believe me, God was already trying to deal with it. Don't do evil to those who do evil to you. Don't you just know those folks they've heard this truth they've heard this truth but they refuse to fight the good fight of faith and to trust in the work of Christ at Calvary. Now I know when people hear us teach this, they say, well, ain't nobody perfect. You need to know that's a fact, and that, that is what the devil says to try to keep you in your mess. The devil will tell you anything you need to hear if he knows and he obviously does know that you're not going to trust in the work of Christ at Calvary because he sees the way you're living and it's obvious you're not trusting from the heart in what Christ did at Calvary. You might talk the lingo. You might carry the Bible. You might be in the church that preaches the message but the devil sees by your actions that you're not really believing and trusting in the work of Christ at Calvary. Therefore, he tells you nobody's perfect that's a fact but we don't live and we don't express Christ by facts we live by faith and that faith comes by hearing the truth of God's word hallelujah so don't return evil to men who are doing evil for you this is something that you and I better grab a hold of in the days ahead because there is much evil going to be done in the church Look back at history. It's the righteousness of God, these people who are in these cities out there burning the flags in this nation, burning the courthouses. Listen, I don't care what you want to tag on it. It's the righteousness of God they hate. It's not just this or that. It's not this they're saying they're standing for. They're standing against the righteousness of God. I don't care how much they claim they know Jesus and how much they claim this. They hate God's righteousness. And you and I are going to have some evil things done to us in the days ahead. And the Lord, if you want to know His will, it's right here. It's not that you bash back It's not that you get on social media and threaten what you're going to do and I will do this. No, God's will is that you live a quiet, peaceable life and work and worship and express Christ. Yeah, I know that, but... No, you don't know the way of the cross. You might be hearing it, but you don't know it yet. For when you know it, there will be a manifestation of your knowledge of that grace. Grace is more than you're going to heaven now. Grace is what God does in your heart today so that you can be able to endure hardness such as evil being thrown at you, sown at you, spoken to you, about you, evil things being done literally to you. Grace is God working in you and through you, overcoming, carrying out His will by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Then he goes on to say, provide things honest in the sight of all men. Have regard, its what it means, for the good things. This is not all of a sudden talking about something different. This is one context here. No matter what evil is being spoken about us, no matter what evil is being done to us, the Bible here says, provide things honest in the sight of all men. Have a regard for good things. Have a regard for good things. Don't don't jump in a sinking boat. When evil is being done to us, that's a sinking boat somebody's in. They're sinking. They're dying. They're they're not only doing that to you, they're doing that to God. They're sinking. The Bible says when people, men oppose God, they're opposing themselves. So don't jump in the sinking boat with them in their opposition to God and God's resistance of them. You jump in that and you do jump in that same sinking boat with them even as the children of God when we walk as fools instead of instead of walking in the wisdom of God, we jump in that sinking boat with them and now we're in the same mess they're in. And let me say it one more time before we move on. The, 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 The size of the door that allows evil is greater for those who say they know the truth, those who claim they know the truth of the cross and yet won't trust in it. Never forget that. Those of us who claim we know the way, we now, boy, we we rejoice and we boast in the cross of Christ. You need to hear me when we choose not to go that way and it'll be a choice. I know I shouldn't, but I'm going to. That's a great, that's that's a door you don't want to open, my friend. Trust the Lord. Trust the Lord. Verse 18, if it be possible, as much as lies in you, and that means depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Your goal is to live peaceably with all men. Now, here's where we say, well, okay, well, I just can't live peaceably with them, what they're doing to me, so bless God, I'm going to... No, no. You're to live peaceable with all men as much as possible because what happens to you depends on you. And I'm talking about your relationship with God because what happens between them and you is not what God's really focused on and watching. He's he's watching on what you're doing with Him which is what you're doing with His Word in the midst of what's going on with them. We need to remember that if we walked each step of our life, each day of our life with that in mind, and we are called to live a life that radical, that focus, to focus on Jesus, to be in fellowship with the Son of God each day, all day, to, to deny ourselves, take up our cross daily and follow him, knowing that horrible things are going to happen. But we're to live at peace with all men as much as possible. If these folks don't want to hear the truth, we don't just set up camp and beg them forever. We shake the dust off our feet and move on. Hallelujah but we also don't return evil. We don't get angry at people because they don't know the truth. They're blind. You don't get mad at a blind man. You hear me? See, so he says, if it be possible, because it won't be possible for you to be, live at peace, be peaceable among some people. They just won't have it. They're obnoxious. They, they don't want to hear what you have to say. And they, 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 I mean, you know the situation. You know, we all know people like that. They end, listen, they all end up the same way. They end up in a house somewhere out. They just sit, they, they, they have no friends. They, 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 they eventually don't even have a church they go to. They, they, they're just, they're out, they're all alone because they never learned this way of the cross where they never, this is the only way the way of the cross because it's the only avenue through which the Holy Spirit is able to mold you and change you, conform you into the image of Christ where you express Him, not out in a house, way out in the boondocks where you, you just can't be around people anymore. There are those people like that. We all know them and we, we, we live at peace with them as much as possible. Some people just won't let you live at peace with them. But we shake the dust off our feet and we move on. We still love them. We still pray for them. The doors are still open for them anytime they want a fellowship. Glory to God. Verse 19, dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves. <laughs> it's not up to you and me to go get revenge. When you take it into your own hands, you've pushed God out of the way. When you when you Take revenge. Vengeance. We'll see it. God says it's His. It's not ours. When we take it to be ours, we push God out of the way. And there's other scriptures concerning this. That when we go after matters in our own hands, then we eliminate what God will do in that situation. God's not using you to go repay evil for evil. You you need to know that, Christian. God's not using you to repay evil for evil. You can twist it, you can turn it. Well, I'm protecting, I'm, the, and I understand protecting your house. That's not what we're talking about. Somebody bust into your house in the middle of the night, you are to protect your family. I'm talking about going to do evil to somebody who's done evil to you. Repaying. Repay. God is the one who repays. Watch now. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. Give the proper place for wrath. It ain't in your hands. Watch. For it is written. If you love the word of God, you got to go. This is today a word for us from the captain of our salvation. Because evil is done to us. There's been even preachers who have churches who claim to be preaching this message and are to some degree, but have tried to tear our ministry down. Well, we still ask God to bless them. Bless them, build them, use them because that's what we're called to do. Bless those that curse you. Pray for those that persecute you. You know, Lord, bless those who are speaking all manner of negative things about us. Bless them, whatever that entails. It's not up to me to try to pick and choose. God, now, this is the avenue, God, where you need to bless them. No, I don't know all the things going on and why folks would be doing stuff like that. My mission is just to say, Lord, you've forgiven them, I've forgiven them, bless them. He says, avenge not yourselves. This is a word to us today, those who follow this ministry. Avenge not yourselves. Don't go do evil for evil. The flesh is going to want to, but we don't walk in the flesh. If we do, we're going to reap the corruption and destruction that comes through sowing to the flesh. But rather give place unto wrath because it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. We let the Lord deal with the situation. I said, we, we, no, we don't want, our flesh doesn't, God, I got this. I'm going to deal with this. You better let that alone. As bad as you want to go do something to somebody that's done something to you, you better let that alone. And the only way you will be able to from the heart and Lord knows we don't want to just be at home talking to ourselves all the time. You know, I'll tell you what I'll do. Next time I get around them, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. You see them people in Walmart, they talking a hundred mile an hour to themselves. Oh, they're just bitter and angry. I'll tell you, I just can't wait. I just, I just can't wait to get there. Oh, I just, oh, people in their homes, Christian in their homes bound because they don't have a love for the truth. If you ever start trusting God through faith in the cross and allowing the Holy Spirit to work the truths of God's Word into your heart, you're going to find a place of dwelling that you've never known. And it's not about. It's not just about what people see. It's about what God is doing in the heart. Don't avenge yourselves. Yes, they said it. Yes, they did it. Let God take care of the situation. He says in verse 20, therefore, if your enemy, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. See, this, this can only happen if you're operating by the faith of Jesus Christ. This, this can only take place if you're being led of the Spirit, operating by the faith of Jesus Christ. If your enemy's hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you shall heap coals of fire on his head. Now we want to heap coals of fire on their head. We want to stir them up and get them red hot, blazing hot, and then dump them on them. But God's given us a powerful truth here. That if we will let God take care of the situation and we'll just love them and, and, and allow the Lord to treat them the way He desires to treat them, if they're hungry, feed them. If they're thirsty, give them a drink. Then that that's us heaping coals of fire on their head because the only way evil is fought against and overcome is with good. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, may we see that more so than ever today. May we see it. And he tells us that in verse 21, the last verse of this 12th chapter of Romans. Don't be overcome of evil. It's the captain of your salvation. It's not Brother Curtis. I'm just reminding you of the commands that have come down from the captain of our salvation. That if we will march as good soldiers, when times of hardness come, evil being done said to us about us, we will be able to walk in this place where we're not overcome by it. Because if we're if we're returning evil for evil, we are we're being overcome by the very same bag of evil that was done to us. I want you to hear that. They did evil. They said evil to us, about us. It's evil. We join the ranks of evil if we revenge if we avenge we repay it with evil we join the ranks because evil is evil. The evil that's done to you is no different to God than the evil you do to them and paying them back. We need to hear that. God, if you want to move a God in your situation, you've got to just collapse and say, I'm trusting in the work of Christ at Calvary. I'm trusting in that I died with Jesus. That old man that wants to go get them, that wants to get on social media and blast them and say things that I know I shouldn't be... He's dead. He died. He was buried. And now I'm a new creation in Christ. Thank you for giving me the Spirit of God. Thank you for allowing me to overcome in these situations. Hallelujah. Don't be overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. You want to live a life of the overcomer? The only way you can overcome in these situations is with good. And that is the goodness of God through what God did in Christ at Calvary. That's the only overcoming place. It's the only thing that we can look at, trust in, keep our hope in, that can allow us by the power of the Holy Spirit to do good and to overcome evil in that time which we desperately need to see. God taking care of the situation and growing me through the situation. Aren't we blessed? Aren't we blessed to know the truth and to be able to be led in the truth of God's Word. No, we're not perfect. The devil cries it out. You're not perfect. We agree with that, but we're trusting in the perfect one, and the perfect work he does in us and through us. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in today. We had such such a wonderful time in Wichita Falls, Texas yesterday and Saturday night with uh, Pastors Colton and Casey Hill there at Crossway Church and our prayers are for them and just the good things that the Lord is doing there. We were so blessed this weekend and and I encourage you to tune in every Monday and Thursday morning right here on the Pastor Curtis Facebook page live and the YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316. And these sessions are also uploaded to the website, thecrosswaychurch.com. So tune in with us, 8.30 a.m. every Monday and Thursday morning. And Friday mornings at 9 a.m. we're in the book of 2 Timothy. God bless you. We love you. Thanks for praying for us. Thanks for serving sowing financially into this ministry and you can do that at thecrosswaychurch.com. You can also do that by texting to 903-231-5950. Just type the word give in there and it'll take you right through the opportunity to be a blessing and to sow into good ground. I'll see you on Thursday morning, but until then, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. I'll see you then.